0: We gotta get right into this. Let me shed a little more light, (laughs) because there's so much to to yak about, hack about, talk about. Gosh dang, what a an epic time to be a wrestling mark, a wrestling. Super duper fan. Uh, wrestling f- fanatic. Whatever you want to call us. Um, I was just watching uh, the rise and fall of Vince McMahon. And uh, you'll have to pardon me. I just had a really hard cough. Probably because I smoked my damn cigars like an idiot. While I'm drying my eyes out remember to follow me on getter and Twitter at the real underscore big John I posted a bunch of uh, articles about the things I'm getting ready to talk about um, especially on my getter account I think I got them all posted on Twitter also anyways at the real underscore big John and Do the like, share, subscribe, leave a comment. So yeah, I just finished watching the rise and fall of Vince McMahon, and so this morning I was thinking, okay, now you know I want to talk and get into all this uh, stuff. That's this post fight, post post pay per view press conference. And then post-press conference fight between Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks, CM Punk, and Ace Steel, and apparently others. <clears throat> and suspensions have come down now by Tony Khan. Uh, the other person I wanted to talk about this morning, because I'm like, man... Uh, Where's Tessa Blanchard? Why is she not um, signed by WWE or AEW at this point? Um, Well, her and CM Punk might have a lot in common, though the two are not normally linked together. But... She, of course, has been known to have backstage issues. Now, I never heard... uh, When I was a Ring of Honor fan... I still am a Ring of Honor fan. But when CM Punk was in Ring of Honor, I never heard about him having all this backstage heat. About him having an attitude problem. Maybe he did in Ring of Honor. And it just because it was Ring of Honor and a small company... Uh, you didn't really hear about it I don't know so <clears throat> really what this this is all doing it's hurting the company and the fans uh, with this this blow up with CM Punk blowing his top uh, shooting on people at the post. Excuse me, at the post all out press conference. uh, I don't know what suspensions do. I don't know what a suspension means in AEW. Because you've got three executive vice presidents here um, Kenny Omega, Nick Jackson, and Matt Jackson. Then you have CM Punk and Ace Steel, which Ace Steel has evidently either been fired or quit the company. And then I'll read some of this Sports Illustrated article because it's the latest and most in-depth, but there are several other articles posted on Getter and Twitter uh, at the real underscore Big John. But what we've been told, the latest news is CM Punk is either in for a lengthy suspension, which I've got I've to guess this means suspension without pay. Uh, because <clears throat> if he's suspended and you're still paying him, all you're doing is hurting yourself. That's not hurting him any. Um... <clears throat> But supposedly by Wednesday's end, CM Punk, that means the end of today, because today is Wednesday, Uh, by the end of today, CM Punk will no longer be with All Elite Wrestling. Uh, And he and Tony Khan had a meeting yesterday, and it's going to be on CM Punk's terms as to how he leaves the company. It was either late Tuesday or early this morning, Wednesday. As I see it, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks could walk right back into New Japan Pro Wrestling and not miss a beat, still, uh, still be considered the top wrestlers in the world. They don't really care. Well, yeah, they're ego-driven, so I guess they do care about being considered the best in the world. Uh, a few years ago, Kenny Omega was the best wrestler in the world. Now, uh, people say it's Will Osprey. I don't, I don't know. I don't even know how you judge that anymore. Uh, I could see Kenny Omega going to WWE, and truthfully, I guess in the the Hunter WWE, the young bucks too, but I mean not so much. I think their star has faded, and I think. Kenny Omega, honestly, his star is starting to fade too. Uh, these guys have beat the shit out of their bodies over time. So, All Elite Wrestling was supposed to be a wrestling company for the fans by the wrestlers. And man, this it puts AEW in a hell of a position legally because you have wrestlers acting like wrestlers. The Kenny Omega, CM Punk side of this this argument now has come to light. This morning, it was reported that the Young Bucks, after I mean CM Punk called them out. Now remember. He said, Any of you so called EVPs, you know, I'm gonna walk down that hall with my head up just like every day, and if you got a problem with me, come fight me or some bullshit like that. And <clears throat> so the young Bucks and Kenny Omega went and knocked on his door, his locker room door. He didn't answer, so they supposedly banged harder. Now they're saying that uh, Kenny Omega, or not Kenny Omega, Ace Steel and CM Punk's side of things, they're saying Young Bucks walked in, or kicked the door in. And there were, there's pending legal action, possibly, maybe, uh, at some point, AOW, AEW's legal counsel, uh, a female—I can't, I don't know her name—she was present for some of this, this fight. Uh, it took several wrestlers to break it up, and it went on for a while. Supposedly, uh, it was—it's been said that the police were called to break it up, but somebody checked local police records. And the local police department said they have no report of being called to break up a backstage fight. The thing is, will CM Punk file a lawsuit? Because somebody brought up today on one of the many wrestling many many wrestling news sites that I'm keen to that the fact that Nick Jackson Matt Jackson and Kenny Omega are executive vice presidents of a company and they're not just wrestlers puts a whole nother Light on the situation of them getting into a fight with another wrestler. Earlier, I talked about, you know, Bill Watts would, Cowboy Bill Watts, back in the good old territorial days of wrestling, would just lock guys, not if you lock them in, but he would put guys in a room or in a parking lot and say, fight it out. And when you're done, When you settle your dispute, come get me. Come tell me you're done. When somebody's had enough, stop the fight and settle it and put it behind you. Now, being the titty baby that CM Punk is, I don't see him doing that. I don't see him laying down. I see him filing some kind of lawsuit. I mean, he sued his best friend Colt Cabana. After he went on Cabana's podcast and ran down, put down, insulted WWE and Vince McMahon and Triple H. So, this is what SI.com Sports Illustrated has to say. It uh, says report colon. AEW members suspended after all-out altercation. An external third party is investigating the backstage incident according to sources. So, the all-out press conference uh, revealed one of the dirtiest secrets in pro wrestling. From time to time, what happens behind the curtain is more fascinating than what takes place in the ring. Well, that was a damn good way of summing it up. That was the case Sunday night, moved to Monday morning. CM Punk spoke at the post-match press conference and took a flamethrower to the AEW locker room. Yeah, he just destroyed everybody. You can look it up. Specifically, Hangman Page, the company's executive vice presidents who are Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks, Matt and Nick Jackson, as well as Colt Cabana. The focus of the press conference should have been on the stunning return of MJF, but that major plotline became nearly non-existent as Punk went entirely off-script in his critiques. Once Punk exited the press room, he exchanged words in the locker room with Omega and the Bucks, which led to a physical altercation. Punishment for the backstage fight, Sports Illustrated has learned, will include suspensions of every person involved. This is what, where it gets interesting, because it wasn't reported at first that all these people were actually in on the fight, so the suspensions will include Omega, Matt and Nick Jackson, Pat Buck, who from what I gather is some kind of... Uh, A, an agent a backstage agent um Christopher Daniels who is a, like a head of talent relations Michael Nakazawa and Brandon Cutler and I don't know what Nakazawa and Brandon Cutler's roles are with the company but uh like I said I was I've been hearing that You know, it took a lot of people to break this fight up. So maybe in the melee, these other guys were trying to break stuff up and ended up having to throw punches. Uh, Multiple sources have shared that Punk and Ace Steel will either be among those suspended or will no longer be with the company by the end of Wednesday. So this is where we see... Uh, Tony Khan and CM Punk met Tuesday and basically it's up to CM Punk how he leaves the company is he going to take a lengthy suspension Which what what the hell does that do, that only hurts the fans and the company or is he going to just walk out now everyone is saying after this article popped up CM Punk is going to leave AEW. It's up to him how he leaves. This makes tonight's episode of AEW Dynamite really, really interesting. Because uh, Chris Jericho and John Moxley... We're not scheduled to be on this week's episode of Dynamite. And they've had to be called in because now four, one, two, three, four of your top guys in your company are not going to be there. So, what happens to your World Heavyweight Championship? It was just vacated because CM Punk was injured. And John Moxley was interim world champion. And then CM Punk came back. Lost to John Moxley uh, a couple weeks ago on Dynamite. Which I was thoroughly upset about when I was still a punk mark. Now I see what an asshole he is in the last 48 hours. And so, it's like, do you put the belt back on Mox? Do you have uh, Jericho and Moxley put on a barn burner of a match? That's what I would do. I would give them the last... 45 minutes of dynamite and just say, Go tear the house down, guys. You know, I'm not talking about literally with a bunch of, you know, gimmick shit, you know, and exploding ring deathmatch crap. Talking, just have a hell of a fucking wrestling match. We'll see what happens. Uh, Punk's Fury was uh, ignited during the press conference when he made mention of former friend Cabana. Rumors have circulated that Punk had Cabana moved to Ring of Honor, and Punk clearly believes those rumors uh, emanated from leaks within the company, possibly even from Omega and the Bucks. Punk vehemently denied that. Blah, blah, blah. So you can read the rest of this Sports Illustrated article if you want to. But the precarious position for Tony Khan is now you've got a crybaby wrestler. Thinks he is really is best in the world. And you know, quite possibly he could be, if not for his piss poor attitude. You know? Um, how you you know, walk away from WWE. Uh, at first, it was said that you know he couldn't handle the road schedule. That he just told Triple H, you know, this is too much for me. Then he went on the Colt Cabana podcast and ripped WWE. You know how everything revolves around Hunter, and Hunter is a terrible person. Hunter Hearst Helmsley, Paul Levesque, Triple H, whatever. Is doing right now more doing more right now to save the wrestling business than the best in the world so I don't think we've seen the end of this It amazes me how CM Punk went from 365 days ago and for this whole year of being uh, all elite, he's been saying, you know, this company cares about the wrestlers. This is the place to be. This is this is great. You got people backstage that listen to the wrestlers. And then he calls a, a big portion of his coworkers babies. Now he didn't attack Tony Khan at the press conference but he attacked everybody else, just about, you know? Um, <clears throat> so, Punk is probably done with wrestling. WWE's not going to take him back, and he doesn't want to go back. Uh, people who worked with him at the, uh, well, there was a show on, I think it was Talking Smack, or, uh, there, no, it wasn't Talking Smack. There was a short-lived behind-the-scenes show on the Fox network, and Fox hired him to come in, and people there said that he had attitude problems backstage. Uh, and everyone now is you know, on this. CM Punk has an attitude problem, which he showed his colors right there on, in that press conference. He, I'll give him credit. He tried to be polite and cordial to Tony Khan. And Tony Khan sounds like he's handling this well. He's put down suspensions. He's telling CM Punk either be ready for a lengthy suspension or be ready to quit the company by the end of Wednesday. I don't know when the end of Wednesday is. Uh, my to- my clock says 3.26pm. The end of the business day is 5pm depending on what time zone you're in. Um. I guess we'll find out tonight on Dynamite. It's going to be freaking interesting uh, to see what happens. Uh, uh, Really, I think Brian Danielson could be the best AEW champion uh, they could go with right now. And Brian Danielson doesn't know what an asset he is to the wrestling business. But man what a time to be a wrestling fan to have all this out there on the internet that you know 50 years ago stuff like this went on in wrestling but you didn't see it nobody heard it uh, in the 1980s you had crazy things going on as Vince was doing his national expansion but unless you read the, the dirt sheets were which were literally sheets of paper that came in the mail and you had to order it out of the back of an advertisement in the back of a wrestling magazine you know today I watched a few hours worth of wrestling videos and every few minutes I was getting an alert on my phone that there was a new YouTube video out from one of these wrestling news sites telling the latest on the AEW situation and somebody who may be suffering from the CM Punk situation, the lessons being learned from other people's backstage attitudes, as well as her own backstage supposed attitude problem, Tessa Blanchard. I've often wondered why is she not signed with WWE or AEW? And here's why. When you have somebody that can go nuclear at the drop of a hat, and seems to not give a fuck. You can have a fight break out, and who knows what it can lead to. Everyone's now sitting here wondering, will AEW implode? Because AEW will not run out of money. Of course, all this negative publicity right now could cause them to lose their television contracts, and a drop in ratings could cause them to lose television contracts. We'll see where all that goes. But let's talk about Tessa Blanchard for a few minutes uh, and see what happens. Man, crazy. I could just sit here and, and tell CM Punk to go fuck himself for like the next five hours, but let's talk Tessa Blanchard after this little momentary break where I uh, I let my the gears in my head uh, smoke for a little bit and go from there. Let's be right back. So Tessa Blanchard, where do I want to start? Uh, She notoriously quit or got fired from Impact Wrestling. She was a a huge independent wrestling star, is a huge indie wrestling star, again. Probably the best woman wrestler out there on the indies. She's got a bad backstage reputation, however, when it comes to working with major wrestling companies. Well, if you call Impact Wrestling a major company. But there were times earlier in her career, uh, she's 27 years old, which is really the peak age for a wrestler hitting their prime and getting into really big things. Uh, what The Rock was 26 when he became the youngest WWF champion of all time. Uh, and then Brock Lesnar broke that record when he was like 24 or 25, but whatever. 27 is about the age when you get your big break in wrestling. Um... She's at least the best known indie female indie wrestler. Um, she's worked a couple May Young Classics for the WWE. And I always fear, you know she should win this, or you know one of the women with uh, a name name recognition should win and get that WWE contract. But uh, Tessa usually loses like in the first or second round of the May Young Classic. Um, And it's like, I guess she's content with working indies? I I don't get it. Uh, Or maybe she's just someone that can't control her own demons and temper and, and problems and attitude, thinking that she's the big star, just like CM Punk went out there and couldn't control himself and say, you know, there's other people in this company... Of course, he says other people in the company went to went into business for themselves and all this stuff. Always someone else's fault with these people. So, I'm trying to figure out where I put my torch lighter. Blanchard believed to be done with women of wrestling. This is the only major, if you call it that, wrestling company that would have anything to do with her. Uh, And when I say major, I'm talking a wrestling company with a TV deal. Okay? Uh, It says the wrestler and trainer has been at odds with the all-women's group. There's a nice picture of Tessa. She's a beautiful, attractive lady. Um, that definitely helps and she 's got she 's very strong, very muscular, very intense in the gym takes it very seriously. She was trained by George South, who one of the best wrestlers of all time, and never won a match, <laughs> but he was so good at making the the big stars look great, uh, so good at, you know, giving them just enough of a fight and then losing that he made a lot of money <laughs> by going out and losing, and he's like, I don't care, I, I made a bunch of money, I was watching an interview with him, and he's like so happy, people, and he was saying, you know, people are like, but George, you lost, he's like, I don't care, I made just as much money as the other guy. I'm like, that's awesome. And when she first went into George South's wrestling school, uh, Tessa didn't really say what her last name was. It's kind of weird, but it's wrestling school, so. Uh, But she didn't want to get favoritism by being Tolly Blanchard's daughter and Magnum TA's stepdaughter. Uh, So she really didn't tell people who she was or who she was related to. Uh, So this is an old article back in May, because I can't find anything new about Tessa Blanchard out there. She, most recently, I know she wrestled uh, a young lady named Danny Moe, or Danielle Morris, but she goes by Danny Moe in wrestling. And uh, actually, they had two matches within a couple weeks of each other. i want to try to get an interview with Danny Moe, but uh, anyhow, Tessa, uh, let's see here, Dave Meltzer confirmed reports from, well, we'll just say reports that Tessa Blanchard and Women of Wrestling, What a what a creative name for an all-women's wrestling promotion, huh? Uh, have been at odds, and that the belief is that she is no longer with the promotion. The former Impact World Champion, remember, she wrestled a man on pay per view and won the Impact Wrestling World Championship. All right. Uh, was not at the show's first round of TV tapings. Well, that was really short lived, her stay with that company the only co- company with a TV deal that would have her. Uh, tapings last weekend, as they returned after a long absence with new syndicated deal in tow, uh, two sides have been had different ideas and were constantly butting heads. That's basically been the rep of Tessa Blanchard going back to Impact Wrestling. Now, she, when the pandemic hit, was in Mexico with her now-husband. Anyhow. uh, And she was supposed to be able to get out of Mexico just as the uh, lockdowns were ending. She was supposed to tape vignettes for the upcoming impact wrestling pay-per-view where she would lose the world title and she just never did and never spoke to anybody in the company I don't even know if she gave them their belt back or if they had to like make up a new belt but they had to like last minute change the pay-per-view because she just went AWOL and said I guess she just said screw it I'm staying in Mexico Fightful reported last week there have been issues with both sides, partly related to a mid-April promo she cut on wrestler Samantha Sage slash Americana during a class. While the subject matter is unknown, they reported that many trainees spoke up about it and further promo classes were canceled. Man, these wrestlers are taking their promos way too seriously and, like, way over the top. Because this whole brouhaha with CM Punk, he says, goes back to Hangman Adam Page's promo uh, before... uh, Double or Nothing, AEW's first million-dollar house. And he said Adam Page put that million-dollar house at risk. And Punk said the million-dollar house that was there because of CM Punk. Uh, So, and of course, you know, other people in AEW... MJF had a, a quote-unquote pipe bomb promo that got him suspended, or he walked out on the company. Uh, who was it? Sammy Guevara and uh, another wrestler. You know they were cutting promos, and people took they each took it too seriously. It's like, come on, you guys! You know promos are better when wrestlers can be free and say what they want. But at the same time, you don't need to go Shawn Michaels and Sunny Days on people all the time. So, they also reported Blanchard was no longer the lead trainer for the Los Angeles-based company with Selena Majors taking the reins. So, they not only had Blanchard as a wrestler, they had her training other wrestlers, which is a good spot for her because she's a great worker. She's a great wrestler, and she learned from one of the greats, like I just said, George South. Um, Blanchard has had a relationship with WOW, owned by Lakers owner uh, Jeannie Buss, since the fall of 2008, when Blanchard was still in Impact. Impact does let its wrestlers go out and wrestle for other promotions, because it's not that big of a promotion. So their wrestlers get to work indies and uh, for other uh, promotions that are smaller. Uh, she has been re- in wrestling exile for the past two years, released from Impact uh, in what was a tumultuous 2020 that saw her accused of racism, bullying, by racism and bullying by other female wrestlers throughout the industry claims that she has denied so <clears throat> says that she just turned 27 but the 26 year old hasn't addressed this latest issue on Instagram where she is still active Wow has also not released any statement Blanchard hasn't wrestled since September of 2020 well, She just wrestled a couple weeks ago, like I said, with Danny Moe at some indie show in Pennsylvania. There's another opinion article over here on... Wait, let me get my things straight here. Uh, That thing I just read was from F, the letter 4, wonline.com also known as Figure Four Wrestling Online. This is from DailyDDT.com. It says, Tessa Blanchard should not get any more opportunities in wrestling by Ralph Garcia. So, I, I think she's out of opportunities. Unless something really major changes with her. Uh, and her personality and attitude and all of this, that, and the others. The WWE is not going to want anything to do with her. They have so many talented women and so many talented women wanting to get into that company, and they have all these a bunch of college women that they signed to what they call next in line deals. Why would they want somebody with this nuclear heat? And here's the funny thing. It was sometime after she left Impact Wrestling and had another falling out someplace else, somebody online said, Tessa Blanchard just doesn't get heat. She gets nuclear heat. And she automatically went on ProWrestlingTees.com and made an atomic bomb a shirt with an atomic bomb mushroom cloud that said nuclear heat and then had it she has like a, a Tessa Blanchard logo which is like a diamond shaped thing and she played off of it she made money off of it the woman makes money so I guess that you know that's what she's happy with she maybe doesn't care about being on the USA network or whatever network Wow is on. Uh, She doesn't care about being whatever obscure network impact wrestling is on. Uh, Professional wrestling has a true issue in ridding itself of bad actors. They don't mean actors like movie actors. They mean actors like people. But I don't like the term actor being involved in wrestling. But anyways, that's what the author chose to say. There's an extensive list of names across the industry that continue to pop up with new opportunities after multiple instances of ill behavior. Hmm. And this was written four months ago, (laughs) before this CM Punk melodrama. Too many times these individuals do not show remorse for their actions, instead leaning on excuses, threats, or avoidance to escape accountability. Tessa Blanchard is such an individual and it's time for professional wrestling to leave her by the wayside. Wow. And that might just well be where she ends up because Vince, or not Vince, Hunter, Triple H, Paul Levesque, he's going to say, man, I don't want her in my locker room. Look what CM Punk did to AEW. Tony Khan's going to say, well, I don't want to bring her into my locker room. I've already got women fighting amongst each other as it is, and I got now I got the men fighting uh, with each other, uh, and the women it's just cattiness. You bring nuclear Tessa Blanchard in there, it's probably going to get physical, and she'd probably hurt a lot of women in that locker room. Well, except well maybe not. Jade Cargo's a pretty buff woman. Uh, Jamie Hader's pretty big, bad, strong. Uh, Chris Statlander's a beast in the weight room. Uh, so I guess the only person Tessa Blanchard could probably beat up would be Britt Baker and E... e- is it... Riho. Rio. Anyways, let's not get into all that. Fightful Select reported news on Wednesday. This was a long time ago. That Tessa Blanchard has had a falling out with WOW... This comes as the company is looking to relaunch with Blanchard as the face of the company, it involved many ways in front of the cameras and backstage. Sadly, the report points towards more issues with Blanchard's behavior, showing a pattern aligned with previous situations. One, a fight with sources mentioned an incident, with Blanchard and Samantha Sage that saw an end to they say he says acting classes promo classes when Blanchard cut a promo on stage that caused some of the other trainees to speak up the sources mentioned that Blanchard is no longer involved with training talent this opportunity with WOW was meant to welcome Blanchard back into professional wrestling after being forced out in 2020 I don't know if you'd say she was forced out or she quit. Because, I mean... Or was she going to be forced out of impact and that's why she decided to just not show up and not uphold her end of the bargain as far as the... uh, the... Dropping the world title back to a man on pay-per-view, and not doing her promos, and, and just staying in Mexico and not communicating anything to Tesla to impacts promoters or bookers, including specifically this, this situation, the yeah, including specifically a vile, vile situation, which. Allison Kay claims she witnessed Blanchard spit on La Rosa Negra and call her the N-word. Supposedly, La Rosa Negra and Tessa have made up after that, but still. Blanchard's reaction was to deny the accusations, claim she was taking control of her narrative, and thank God for the people that support her. That's a typical step by those who do not seek to take accountability for their mistakes. As the report stated, started around this time, Blanchard once again deactivated her social media. Blanchard should not get another opportunity in professional wrestling, at least not until she acknowledges the allegations against her, apologizes to those she's impacted, And shows the ability to be better. Fans consistently show their disgust when promotions they want to support bring in individuals who they cannot, who show they cannot be trusted within the spotlight. Seeing them get opportunity after opportunity without accountability is a slap in the face to the people they've harmed along the way. And then, you know, when she's on top of her game, she is one of the best wrestlers in the industry. However, that doesn't mean she gets unlimited lives in when she's shown the inability to treat others with respect and dignity. You know, I'm not a big one on saying, you know, don't hurt people's feelings, don't hurt people's feelings. But, you know, you just had Tony Storm, who's a fantastic wrestler, walk out of WWE, walk into AEW, uh, and is now the AEW Women's Champion, by the way. Congratulations, Tony Storm. But basically, her thing is, she went from being Tony Storm, the badass wrestler, at... NXT and NXT UK to being an 80's rock super fan and she I don't even think she was born until the 90's (laughs) but uh, besides that her big thing was her and Charlotte Flair hitting each other in the faces with pies and then her and Charlotte Flair Uh, getting into uh, fights or verbal altercations, Charlotte Flair bullying her backstage. Uh, Chelsea Green, the day that Tessa Blanchard was supposed to win the Men's World Championship and go over, said, now is the time for women to support women. And a girl named Chelsea Green said, Is that what you were doing when you were bullying me backstage? And I'm kind of like, you're a wrestler. How do you get bullied? If anything, look at what the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega did. Yeah, they're being suspended from the company that they're executive vice presidents of. But somebody tried to bully them. Somebody tried to call them out. uh, CM Punk tried to no pun intended, Punk them out. And they went to his face and said, you got a problem with us? Let's handle it. And uh, another thing about the CM Punk deal is who threw the first punches up for debate right now. But from the sounds of things... Uh, anyways, let's just stick to Tessa Blanchard. Yeah, I'm sitting here thinking to myself, you know, I know Tessa Blanchard's a, a strong thick, muscular woman, but Chelsea Green, you're a wrestler. Somebody's bullying you. Fight them. Stand up for yourself. You know, and I know uh, Tony Storm, she's talked about, you know, uh, being abused, she talked about abusive relationships, self-injuring behaviors that she had, you know, cutting herself which is a very sad and terrible thing that women, young girls, do to themselves. Um, But the thing is, if Charlotte Flair is bullying you or picking on you, you're a strong, thick woman, Tony Storm. Stand up for yourself. I know Charlotte's six foot and a, a... Uh, Tone muscular she's lost she's toned down her muscular muscularness, but uh, Stand up for yourself That's all I can say, you know and male wrestlers do the same thing anymore You know so-and-so is a bully this and that Everyone said John Bradshaw Layfield was a bully 20 years ago, right? it 20 years has it been that long? Well, whatever. One day he was picking on little Joey Styles. Joey Styles. Google him if you don't know who he is. One of the best play-by-play guys in wrestling history, in my opinion. Joey Styles knocked John Bradshaw Layfield out one time. And that was the end of JBL's bullying. And Oddly enough, JBL retired from wrestling not long after. He got knocked the fuck out by little pipsqueak ring announcer Joey Styles. He was picking on Joey on a tour bus. I think it was in Europe somewhere. Joey hauled off and hit him. Joey was a third his size. So... You know? Uh, But, man, I I hope Tessa gets her shit together before she hits 30. Uh, You know, 26 to about 35 is the peak time for uh, wrestlers, as long as they haven't had any major injuries. And, you know, once you get on the other side of 35... Yeah, Chris Jericho's still putting on good matches, in my opinion, at 50 years old. But still, he's the exception, not the rule, you know. Um, So, yeah, if Tessa's going to get her shit together, she's got to do it quick. And, I mean, like in the next year or two... If she wants that opportunity at the, at the Big Daddy WWE. Uh, I don't think after what CM Punk has done in AEW, she's going to get a shot in hell there. I'll tell you that right now. So, alright, that's enough. It's nice to talk wrestling and not politics. And this is like, man, so exciting with time to be a wrestler. Or a wrestling fan, pardon me. So, God bless you guys. Remember to pray for each other. See you next panic attack.